Welcome to the Sweet Life Podcast. Are you ready to start living your life with more passion, purpose, and pleasure? And stay tuned to learn more from your behavioralist expert, dating coach, and relationship guru, Sweet Deans. Hey, sweet family. These last couple weeks, there's been a lot of deeply personal, introspective episodes, and it's been really cool to see how it's been resonating with all of you. So thank you for sharing your stories of vulnerability with me, and just know that I will always do my best to respond to everyone. I want to make sure that every single person knows how uniquely beautiful they are. I've been digging through a lot of memories from my past and wondering what would have been different for me if I had felt heard, if I had felt like my thoughts and feelings were normal, and that I didn't have to hide them away and express them in sporadic bursts. I think that with this mission of normalizing feelings, emotions, and thoughts, I also think that it's important to touch on the topic of sexuality. I never really talk about this topic on my podcast, but it's something that I talk with my clients about all the time. And I think that our sexual desires and preferences are actually all very different. And it would be incredible if we felt free to share and explore these without fear of shame or judgment. But as a society, we treat sex like a taboo topic that's only expressed at appropriate times and in very discreet ways. And I would love to take this time to expand on how many different types of sexual expression there are and hopefully normalize some of those feelings that you might have about your own experiences and desires. I want to start by saying that I'm still constantly learning more and more about this each day, and I'm not a sex therapist or a psychologist, and the primary goal of today isn't to teach you something new, but to simply normalize whatever it is that you already feel. And I know that for me personally, my sexual expression was always suppressed. I was told that good girls don't have strong sexual desires, and that if I express myself in a sexual manner, that there was something inherently wrong with me. I mean, even still to this day, as a 31-year-old woman, my stepmom still feels the need to tell me how sad it is that I posted a photo of myself in a robe on my Instagram. Like, oh no, what a sexual deviant. And I laugh because it's so silly to want to control the expression of someone else because it doesn't match how you feel. We spend so much time trying to make the people around us behave like we do that we forget to celebrate and enjoy people for who they are. And sexual desire and preference is no different. I should mention at this point, for any of you wondering about sexual expression that is harmful or disrespectful to others, I do not believe that being harmful, hurtful, forceful, or disrespectful to others is ever behavior that should be exhibited. So just know that as I continue to explore this topic with you, I am strictly referring to sexual expressions and acts that have established consent and safety. Okay, back to freedom of expression. As an adult human, you're going to have a multitude of thoughts, feelings, and desires that arise. And I feel like our society wants to do whatever it can to minimize us exploring our individualism. I have seen so many people hide away their feelings or push down their desires because they feel ashamed or like they're doing something bad or wrong by wanting to explore them. This only serves to isolate people further. We talked about addiction about a month ago and about how the opposite of addiction wasn't sobriety, but connection. So you could imagine how disconnected people feel from their own desires and how that might lead to substituting it with other substances. 
I know that for me personally, I always felt like I had to hide my sexuality. I thought that there must be something wrong with me and that I was a bad person for wanting the things that I did. I tried my best to conform, to fit into the mold of what I believed that society and my parents wanted me to be. And I realized as I squeezed myself into this artificial archetype of what I thought everyone wanted me to be, that I wasn't happy. I felt stifled. I felt so constrained by this pressure to be something other than who I actually was that I looked for any other way to express my freedom. I can tell you that I made a lot of unhealthy choices in the name of trying to fit into this mold, and none of them actually led me to a place where I felt heard, where I felt like I could be myself, or where I felt real. It took me a really long time to finally figure out what happiness looked like for me, and that it wasn't the same definition of happiness that was given to us in our youth. There is so much pressure to grow up, go to college, get a job, get married, have two kids and a white picket fence, and that just wasn't ever my dream. I thought that I must be broken because I had a different desire. But I finally realized I'm not broken. I'm not even different. Everyone actually has their own definition of happiness and desire and sexuality, and that I just wasn't owning my truth. So here I am, owning my truth today. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that I don't have any pushback. Actually, this struggle of just learning to accept myself as I am while balancing the pressure that I felt from everyone around me almost made me feel like I was on a tightrope walk. So on one side, there was my family and society and what they wanted me to be. And on the other was how I wanted to live my life and express myself. And I felt like I was walking this really tricky line in the middle, really trying never to sway too much one way or the other because I didn't want to fall or be knocked down. So I just struggled up there, terrified to look down. Well, I can tell you that once I stopped trying to balance everything and just drop the circus act altogether, there was a tremendous amount of liberty and freedom there. I think that once I decided that I didn't need anyone's approval, validation, or support, and that I could just be my own person, is when I found out what happiness truly looked like for me. So I'm here to tell you that what you think and feel is normal. And if you want to date someone who is the same gender, then do it. If you want to explore kinks and fetishes, then do it. If you want to focus on loving yourself for a while and not date anyone, then do it. And if you want to date someone older or younger, as long as they're all consenting adults, <laughs> then do it. Allow yourself to explore what it is that you actually want. I think the more presently aware you are with what it is that you desire, the more authentically you show up. Sexuality is a big part of life. And I think that by starting a dialogue of open exploration, you'll feel a lot more freedom in expressing who you are. It's one of my favorite things to talk about with my clients and friends and oftentimes just people who write me online. We all just want to know that we're okay and that it's okay for us to like what we like. So this week, Explorers, I want you to go on a quest of learning more about yourself and your sexual desires. Try to just remain open to whatever comes up for you. And if you need someone to share them with, you know where to find me. I only want to encourage you to keep being your authentic self, whatever that looks like for you. And just know that I will never judge you or shame you for what you like. I am all about embracing and loving everyone just as they are. If you're loving the Sweet Life podcast and you want to start rewiring your brain right away, take this free four-day Rewire Your Brain Challenge at sweetdeans.com backslash rewire. 
and click download. I can't wait to talk to you next week, sweet family. 